0: This is an SM Media production. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Pro Wrestling Show I'm Scott McPike, it is an absolute pleasure to be your host as always And I'm delighted to welcome this week's special guest It is a pleasure to welcome onto to the show Theodoros. Theo, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure Hey Scott, thanks for having me on, uh, happy to be here It's happy a pleasure, here. it's a pleasure Obviously a, a busy weekend lined up uh, before I get the F out We'll touch on that in a wee second But how how's kind of things kind of been in the past few months?
1: Alright, yeah, not too bad Just... Um, Obviously with the uh, big match you Get the F Out, I've had a few big matches as well at, at Discovery and stuff recently. So it's just been focused on that, training and trying to get in as good shape and as ready for these big matches as possible. They just keep coming.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, get the F Out, obviously, King of Insanity, yourself against Jack Jester. The, the thing, I really have enjoyed the build up to this and it's obviously like you've obviously put a lot of work into it. Are you pleased with how it's been going and... King of insanity. It's kinda of not something I would associate with you. It's certainly fair to say, but that's kind of why I'm enjoying this so much, because we know this is a kind of payoff. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, it's not obviously king of insanity. I'm not a I'm not a king of insanity wrestler. Um but it's something that obviously I've I'm having to do. Um and hopefully the match goes well. The build up's been been good i guess you could say as long as you guys have enjoyed it we've taken you on a ride and um, taking myself on a ride as well at some points but this will be uh the payoff will be me me versus jester where i will i will obviously keep the rules in place at icw don't worry yeah,
0: yeah and obviously you've got that kind of you with the weekend a of promos with Mark and things like that like it's, it's been really enjoyable do you enjoy kind of working with him from a character aspect
1: Working with Mark, yeah. it's uh, yeah. Obviously, it's it's always good to be in there with the owner. Um, even though he, every time I'm I'm in the ring with the owner, I end up being put in, um, King of Insanity matches or Glasgow Street fights. So he he must have it out for me. He must have it out for me. But um, but I mean, being in there with Dallas, obviously, what he how far he's taken ICW, it's, yeah. it's 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 mad. So so yeah, and um, if he 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 always keeps bringing me back despite um. Despite putting me in, in King of Insanity matches. So so yeah, I can't I can't complain. I can't complain.
0: Absolutely. Well, can I chat a bit more about your career kinda later on and obviously starting the business and kind how you got to, to end up in ICW. But with one wee bit of news, not a lot's overly happened this week, but we're we're gonna change things up. We're gonna have a wee fantasy draft. So we're gonna I'm gonna put give you a, a chance to be a Mark Dallas figure and <laughs> kind of run your own run your own show. But we'll we'll do that kind of shortly. I want to talk about something that's kinda of caught my eye the past couple of days and that is Goldberg wanting a retirement match. Now, it's not to say that that won't be in WWE because I think I've, I've, AEW has been mentioned. Goldberg coming back, like, when he came back, it made sense, obviously, coming back for the Brock match. I thought that program was really well. Did he stay on too long? That's, again, something we can we can discuss, but he deserves a retirement match, doesn't it? It doesn't matter where it is, but he does deserve a big chance to kind of go out on his own terms.
1: Oh, 100%. When you look at... um when you look at all he did in wcw um one of the biggest draws in wrestling um and again he's just such an impact on the business um someone of that stature 100% 100% deserves a, a chance to go out on his own terms and stuff um the impact he's had um I th- he definitely deserves it one of the one of the biggest draws in a, in modern wrestling anyway
0: See, like, there's there's two kind of angles of this. Obviously, if you do, if you do do it, does it stay on in WWE? If so, who would it be against? Who do you think? Who can kind I of make sense? Like, because it's not going to be a long match, but I think he deserves a kind of opportunity to get out in his his own. You kind of know, who who can kind I of make sense for him as an as a final opponent?
1: I don't really know. Um, yeah, maybe somebody like Finn Balor, I guess, somebody who can bump about and make him look like the beast he is um but again with Goldberg it should just be a Goldberg match if yeah. you give the fans a Goldberg match it's going to be good
0: how about Goldberg and John Cena
1: ah uh, see i i don't know i don't think I, I think the John Cena's with the few matches he has left you want to see him have a John Cena match yeah the same as Goldberg you want to see Goldberg have a Goldberg match so i'd say Give Goldberg up against someone young, up and coming who can bump about, make him look like a beast, and just give him that Goldberg match. Yeah, I
0: think you're right. Yeah, EW has been mentioned. I'd be very surprised if he went there.
1: I mean, if they pay him enough, I don't. I, I imagine he would go because it's not as if he's a, a WWE guy. He was a WCW yeah. guy. I just imagine he'll go where where he feels he can give the best to the fans that he can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But we're gonna we're gonna now move on to the the fantasy draft. The, the WWE draft's coming up. We're gonna have ten packs each. We're gonna pick the pick our own rosters. I'm gonna let you decide. Do you want to be Raw or SmackDown?
1: I'll go SmackDown. I'll go Smackdown.
0: So you're giving me the the responsibility of carrying a three hour show. Thanks for that. Uh, right? right. So ten, 10 picks ten packs each. With a couple of rules that we'll go with. You can draft factions together. You can split tag teams. We need to pick one person from NXT minimum. Okay. Okay. All good with that? Yep. Right. I'm going to write them down just so I can keep, keep on top of them. Uh, right. You go first. Who's your first pick and why?
1: So I can go for a faction here.
0: You can go for a faction, yeah.
1: Go the bloodline. bloodline. Biggest draw in wrestling. Biggest thing in wrestling today. The bloodline.
0: Do you think, like, where the bloodline... Are you drafting... Obviously, you're drafting... The the championships, but are you drafting the the story as well? That like there's there's a lot you can do with the bloodline still, even though they've they've lost the tag titles and there's so much there, isn't
1: there? Yeah. I mean less I'm I'm gonna I'll just take the faction. I mean I think those guys are that good they could work with anyone and have a great story with anyone.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna stick with you in the faction. Same reason, I'm gonna go to judgment day. Okay. There's a lot you can do there. Obviously you get rias Smackdown Women's Championship and everybody knows how big a fan I am of Rhea Ripley Dominic, he's a heel magnet, Finn when the judgement day eventually split up I think you've got Finn and Damian have got a chance to obviously go out themselves, Dominic's going to have a a, a bright future Rhea kind of takes care of herself there's a lot you can do with that because it is a faction but it is four separate entities who can be really big stars going forward
1: So yeah, the Judgment Day, they're, they're class, and Dominic's got some future, some future ahead of him as a heel, it really does.
0: Absolutely right. Second pack who you got?
1: Uh, Cody. Cody, Cody. I think he's the he's lined up to be the biggest thing in wrestling, and um, especially with Roman going more part time, Cody is. He's just so good. His promos phenomenal. How he's gone away. He went away from WWE, reinvented himself in AW, and came back, Um and he's legitimately the biggest face in the business um, Cody has to be
0: I call so I'm down uh, Roman and Cody I need to build my own division up I think I'm going to go second pick Seth Rollins I think again just so much you can do with they over a good match with anybody perfect guy like I, I associate Seth Rollins with Raw like I think I do think when the, the draft comes up I think Roman will stay in SmackDown I think Fox really like having Roman there Seth would be my guy to kind of lead smack a uh,
1: Yeah, Seth, great in ring worker, probably well, probably one of the best in ring just now, if not the best.
0: Third pack, who you got?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the star power. I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar.
0: Okay. I'm
1: gonna go Brock. Again, just he's a star. He's an absolute star. And.
0: Brock and Cody, obviously, together, you've got a lot of staff power there, so I think that could be pretty good. Third pick, I need a title, so I'm going to take as a faction, just obviously so I can get the Intercontinental title as well, and I think they're real, three really good guys. Imperium, I think Gunter's box office. I think he's, keep building him the way they're building him, I think he's going to be a massive player going forward.
1: Oh, yeah, you'll be he'll be one of the one of the top heels, one of the WrestleMania main event in the future for sure.
0: And you can get it. There's a tag team there as well, obviously with Kaiser and Vinci. I think there's a tag team opportunity there.
1: Fourth pack. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Street Profits. Okay. Again, tag team to work with the Usos. Um, and you've got that story eventually. I think when they do split up, there's an, there's a natural story there. So I'll go. I'll go Street Profits there. My fourth
0: pick, I am gonna go for Drew McIntyre. i okay. And there again, you've got the programme with Gunter. If he re signs, we emphasise if again you've still got the story you can tell of him being the being champion. If in this situation though, I think that's a perfect opportunity to split the two belt the two belts up. Would you agree with that?
1: Split the two belts up.
0: Split the two world, t- world titles up. Just Oh, yeah. So whether you get rid of the Universal and just have like an undisputed WWE champion and bring bring a new one in or get and bring back the big gold belt, I'm sure we wouldn't mind that. I think that represents a perfect chance to do that because you can still, with the Roman story, they're obviously keeping it at 1,000 like days. I don't think there's many. like Cody's obviously, the I still think he's the right guy to, to end Roman. But I would still say that in the other show, you need you do need a world title. You do need something for that that to go. I think it kind of devalues the brand spit just to be one title.
1: I don't know. I think I think it elevates the title if you just have the one. Yeah. I think, I think when it comes off a Roman, um, eventually, and you can have one champion appearing on both shows. I think. What you then have is if the if the world champion is in a feud on Raw, then whatever the mid-card title on SmackDown then has the chance to get elevated. And then when the world title feud on Raw is finished, it moves over to SmackDown. You then have the mid-card title on Raw with a chance to get elevated. So I think that's how I would do it. But again, for that, I think you almost do need a, a full-time champion, which obviously Roman is, isn't. Um but yeah, I think they they know what they're doing better than than, than we do.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, who you got fifth?
1: Um, I'm gonna go Austin Theory. Okay, he's phenomenal. Again, promo. He's got the looks. He's got the ring ability. He's got, yeah. I think he's just. I think he's just phenomenal, and he can. He's been given the rub by Cena. Um, I I don't think. I think obviously Cena sees something in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done that. So I think he's a future star. Um again I just think he's he's in five, six years we're gonna be looking at again someone who can headline Mania.
0: My fifth pick. I'm going to go for Becky Lynch. Okay. Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. I think could be a headline. Becky and Trish obviously is a I really enjoyed that Trish Stratus promo there. I don't know if you've seen it. It just reminded me of two thousand five when she was an amazing heel. She was the best heel in the business then. It just took me back to to then. So again, I think Becky Lynch obviously you're gonna have a back in the title picture at some point. I think she'll beat Trish Stratus. I think she'll win that. But yeah, kinda weird situation, obviously, where our our social media. I don't know if she's leaning towards a kind of storyline, but again, I would have Becky Lynch there. it keeps her and Seth together you've got Becky and Rhea yeah I would have Becky Lynch fifth for me who you got sixth?
1: Charlotte 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 I think she's again I think she's just I think she's the biggest female star they've got I would have her in the top three three full-time stars if you're not including Brock I would have her up there with Cody and Roman they're the top three stars Um, her performance against Rhea Ripley at Mania was just insane Um. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going Charlotte. Charlotte, my sixth pick,
0: Brawling Brutes. So you get and again you get a tag team there, and you keep Sheamus because I think, I think Sheamus is the right guy to to take the title for Gunter at some point. I think you've got that Intercontinental title story. I think there's a lot you can do with Sheamus, and obviously you'd get. Butch change his name to Pete Dunn. That would be the first thing I would do in the draft as well, <laughs> and just have him have him what he was. Cause yeah, the Brawler Brutes, I like them, but I would keep. I would just have Pete Dunn what he was because it worked. And I think as well, I think I'm. Um, I think you're building something really good here. You. You've got obviously a, a good kind of difference of heels and faces, so it's it's kind of working out. Who you got seventh?
1: I'm gonna go Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler as the tag team because okay. They can work with Charlotte. They can work with themselves. Again, just Rhonda and Charlotte have cracking matches. I think um, you've got two women there who who add massive value to any any roster.
0: And like obviously with Rhonda, like a, a star power as well. I think what was clearly seen here that you're going towards the kind of the box office draw. You want the ratings?
1: pretty much. That's a uh, that's that's obviously will. Probably talk about it later, but that's what got me interesting was the big yeah. stars. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, seventh, I'm going to use my NXT pick here. I really like Grayson Waller. I think he's a future star. I'll maybe use another NXT pick later, but I'll get. I think Grayson Waller. I don't know if you do you follow NXT.
1: Yeah, I do follow NXT. Yeah,
0: I think he's probably the one I would say from NXT that I would build build a. F- Build a business around. Like I think he's potentially he's a he's a really good heel. I, I don't. I think he's very unlikely to kind of work as a babyface because I think he just generates. like Dominic. It's very difficult to see how he gets the fans on his side, kind of thing. But he's so athletic. He worked a really good match with Johnny Gargano. There's a lot of guys you can pick out NXT. But I just think overall kind of package like promos. Athleticism. I think he's a good worker as well. I just think that he's he's kind of the one I would say all round. He would be the guy I would bring up bring up from NXT. Yeah,
1: he's he's definitely he's as a heel, he's phenomenal. One of the probably the best heel they've got down in in NXT, especially and one of the best in the WWE.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number eight
1: again. I have to go for an if I totally forgot about having to pick NXT. So I'm going to go again. Biggest name in NXT, a guy who's destined to be a star, Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. Guy just looks, he just looks the part and he he just carries himself like a wrestler.
0: What do you think of him potentially being the the kind of next big star? Like he's, there's been a lot of kind of, he get pushed to the moon in NXT. When he lost the title to Carmelo Hayes, everybody thought that would be the, he would be going up to the main roster, he turned heel. Do you think he's potentially kind of going to come up in the draft? And if so, how do you kind of, how do you see him going? Do you see him staying as a heel or do you see him being a potentially cause he's he's a potential opportunity like to build a to build as a, the kind of next big baby face? I
1: think so. Um I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't come up in the draft. But again, I think he's somebody who you can you could bring up as either. I think again depending on where he is in the draft, what that brand is lacking, like, you could bring him up as either. Um and I just think you 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 strap the rocket to his back. I mean the way he works in the ring, the way he looks, the way he carries himself, he just he just looks like somebody who you could stick on a poster of WrestleMania, and he looks like he belongs. Yeah. So I would strap the rocket to him.
0: <laughs> I I would agree. Number eight. I oh I'm kind gonna... to RK bro, because I think obviously Riddle's coming back. I think the story writes itself with him and Randy when Randy gets back from his injury. And again, you've just got two really good, really dependable guys. Randy obviously coming back from injury. I love Randy What like I used to think he was a like, brilliant heel, but now you look at he's just so good. He could have a good match with anybody. And I wouldn't mind seeing Randy Orton against like Gunter, even like another match with Finn Seth. I think there's a lot you can do with that roster. So I would have Randy and Riddle. Yeah,
1: that's a good pick. I, I love Randy. I think he's I think he's phenomenal.
0: I think I've appreciated him more as I've got older. Like yeah. just like when I when I was I I used to detest him when I was young. Like, I used to think like he's he's overrated, and now like, I look back and think he's just he's been. So gifted from the, the moment he got in. It's 20 years as well. Like he's and I do think obviously I wish i had Cody because I would love to see potentially down the line Randy and Cody. Because I think that's a story that could write itself as well. So Randy Randy and Riddle for me, two really good guys. I think both rosters are pretty stacked. Like, who you got number nine?
1: Probably gonna go to tag team champions because neither of us have picked them yet. And yeah. Sam would be Kevin Owens again. Very over baby faces, and then there's inevitably a story to tell where they wrestle each other again. Another split, another story to tell.
0: Brilliant. Number nine. I know I'm going to have both the champ the the championships, so we'll we'll probably merge these at some point. I think Bianca Belair. I'm surprised we have, none of us have taken her a slate. I think she's another big star. I think again, just going right under the radar recently, like. Number nine, I'm surprised it took me that long to take her because I absolutely I think she's a brilliant, brilliant athlete.
1: Yeah, she is, and I think she's just she's she's incredible what she can do. She's so talented. She again she looks the part, Um and she's just phenomenal in the ring. Your final pick. Um I'm gonna go with um the the women's tag team champions, um Liv Morgan and uh and oh Ra- what's her name? Um McKel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um has to be them. I think again that that way you've got a tag team that can work against Ronda and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Um and then again with all tag teams, there's a story to tell when they split.
0: Kinda wish we'd get do I go do you go maybe twelve like maybe go to fifteen We have got Do go to fifteen? Because I could do this all day. <laughs> Let's go let's go fifteen. You good with that? Yeah, we'll go fifteen. Brilliant, right. Number ten. I really want AJ Styles. Again, coming back from injury. Another guy. I'm kind of leaning towards this being the kind of the workers. The workers place. You've got the stars. So I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the SmackDown six kind of vibe. I'm gonna have that kind of idea. AJ Styles for me would be number ten. I think when he comes back again you've got the story you can still tell the judgement day. A lot of guys AJ Styles, Grayson Waller we've done they've done it already I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Gunter, AJ for me.
1: Yeah, AJ is one of the best and again one of the best in ring there is um yeah that was actually going to be my next pick so thanks for that. Um my next one controversial I think I think he gets a lot of stick but I'm going to go Dolph Ziggler. I love him. I think he's fast. He was on my radar as well. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's really good. I think he's really. He, he was a bit underutilized and stuff. But again, if you want someone to make, for example, Braun Breaker look like a star, like he did when when they worked together in NXT, you've got you've got Dolph Ziggler there, who's just phenomenal.
0: Yep, yeah, I can't disagree with that. Pack, I'm going to go for an NXT. Now, I need a new woman. I need a new kind of women's. If I, Cora Jade. I was between Cora Jade and Tiffany Stratton. I might still pick Tiffany Stratton. I love Cora Jade. I think she's potentially the next AJ Lee. I think she's someone a future her, Tom Rhea babyface and you could potentially, that could be your story down the line. Rhea, I really like Cora Jade so I would have Cora Jade number 11.
1: Yeah, she's she is good and probably probably the standout woman in in, in NXT just now. So yeah. Yeah. So my twelve. Um, I'm gonna go NXT, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gallus. I'm gonna bring okay, up. okay, Gallus up again. Tag team, a faction. I think solid workers again. Look the part. Just everything about them screams wrestler. Um, ph- phenomenal in the ring. Um. So yeah, it has to be has to be Gallus.
0: They fitted into that scene so well, haven't they? Like I knew uh, we all thought they would, to be fair. Like they've all they've always screamed, like particularly like in the coffees as a tag team, like Wolfgang as well. All three guys are really, really good, but they've fitted in so well. Yeah,
1: well, oh, they have they've slotted in there they belong there, if not but they belong yeah. in the main roster.
0: Yeah, 100 uh, percent number 12. I'm on a bit of a rebuild here. I really wish they could do more with Carrying Cross because I think he's a, uh, he's really dependable. I think he's been poorly booked. I don't know whose fault that is. I think there's he's definitely him and Scarlett. I really think Scarlett's ideal for him. I think Carrying Cross. I think if you do it right, I think there's a potential rebuild there. So I would probably say Carrying Cross.
1: Yeah, again, someone who, really could do, who could, has got the the tools to be to be a star, um. And speaking of that, who I'm going to go for next is Ellie uh, Knight. I yeah. think again, a, a solid, solid guy over with, over with the crowd. Again, he was he was brought in. He or not brought in. He was in the feud with Bray Wyatt to get Bray over, and he ended up getting himself over. Um, he's just again someone who's underutilized, and hopefully they, he's someone who hopefully they they use more of.
0: Number 13, I still think there's more you can do with the the, the Mysterio storyline. So I'm going to take as a package, because I, I think I'll I think I'll be allowed this. I'm sure you'll give me this. LWO.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give you that one.
0: Because Ray, obviously Ray's going to get to the end and there's still more you can do with this. But you've got guys like Santos Escobar, who I still think is a really good guy. You've got a tag team as well, uh, Wild um, And those are two really good guys for future... And I think you've got, I, I really think, Mark, that is a, a decent faction you can build around. Selena's there as well, obviously, so that's another women's wrestler. Yeah, really good, really good. I, I really like that pick, actually, for me.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to go my next pick, uh, Bobby Lashley with MVP. Okay, with MVP, interesting. Oh, no, no, sorry, MVP is with almost just now, so I'm just going to go. If, it's if your, I It's take... your brand. It's your brand. You can have them there if you want. Oh, then I'll, then I'll take MVP. Because I thought that that incarnation of, but when when it was a hurt business, and then Bobby with MVP as the mouthpiece, I just thought was was phenomenal. Obviously, WWE champion at the time. So yeah, I'm going to go Bobby Lashley with MVP.
0: Are you giving me the chance to take Gargano and Champa together? Yeah, yeah. DIY, uh, DIY. Again, two guys. Champa obviously has been injured But again just so reliable Gargano needs to be booked better I'm sure Triple H will probably admit that himself That he hasn't used Gargano right It's been too comedy I think you saw pair for the example Against Jason Waller at NXT Still a guy who could put a really good match on with somebody So DIY you've got two guys I'm taking a lot of tag teams I think I'm, building, I'm trying to build a big tag team division But you've got the championships <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've got the NXT Championships as well with Gallus Yeah, you do indeed uh, Final pick, who we got? Um, I'm going to go Logan Paul Interesting Great heel for having had as many matches as he's had As few matches as he's had Phenomenal I just think he's, he's money He's absolute money
0: He signed a new contract, obviously like There's obviously serious plans for him how would you think the the i the internet wrestling community would react if they said, "Right, we're going to give Logan Paul the title"?
1: Oh, I think they'd be up in arms, which would make it great because a heel. Yes, and that's why I was getting Yeah, I can
0: see him being a serious contender to win Money in the Bank.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. I think again, having him do that, having him in a position where he could just get real heat by genuinely pissing everyone off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give him it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Really good final pick. I really like your roster. I think it's star-studded. My final pick, I'm surprised we've left them too long. Again, with the idea of kind of building the women's division, you've got three women. I'm taking a lot of factions, damage control, because Bailey can have a good match with anybody. I still think there's Eoskai, Dakota Kyle, three really good. You can split them up as well, potentially down the line. Damage control round off the draft for me.
1: Yeah, no, I think that you've, you've got a, a very faction based roster, and I suppose you need to get more bodies in if you're filling three hours a row.
0: Absolutely. I really enjoyed that. That was good.
1: Yeah, that was good fun. That, that was, was good, fun. good.
0: That was good. I wish it, I, would, I wish it, I would, I wish it I would, hopefully, it goes like that in the, the real one. Again, you can send us your your selections as well uh, on the comments if you want a wee shot of that. I really enjoyed that. Obviously, just speaking there, we'll speak about, about your career, like growing up a fan. Who were your kind of heroes growing up? Like, you said they are before we we we'll talking talk about the kind of stars. Like, who were kind of some of the stars that you kind of liked when you were watching?
1: So well, the guy that got me hooked on wrestling was The Rock. He got right. me hooked on it back um late nineties, early two thousands, and then it was him that actually got me hooked back into wrestling. Um, because I stopped watching for a wee while, and I got hooked back in in 2011. Yeah. 2011. Um. So yeah. Rock. Um again, it's just the guys who are larger than life, the Rock, Hulk Hogan, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, Triple H. The guys who obviously you wouldn't necessarily always associate with five-star matches, but the guys who are larger than life who were big characters, that's always something that that's what hooked me on wrestling. It wasn't the actual in-ring action, so to say, it was always just the the storytelling, the promos, the the character side of things
0: yeah absolutely like you mentioned there obviously becoming a fan again like after like after the, between the connection there and the rock coming back when did you first get the ideas like i could do this
1: see to be honest i am um, i didn't for, for, for a while i didn't i wasn't actually aware of wrestling in scotland outside of icw right i have obviously seen the the BBC series, and that was the my first exposure to wrestling in in the UK. And then it was just I was in I was in a chip shop, and I saw a flyer for my a local wrestling company, Reckless Intent. And then that sort of it was only then when I actually became aware that oh, there's actually more wrestling in Scotland than just ICW. Mm-hmm. And- so.
0: When do you like when do you first get the idea of like training and things like that and who were kind of some of your good mentors? Because like you said, they're kind of local promotion, like it's it's good to have that obviously we kind of, close by and you must have kind of built a, a good rapport with the guys in there.
1: Yeah. So it was literally just I was meant to be doing my dissertation at uni at the time. And so naturally I wanted something to distract me from that, something to help me procrastinate. Um so I went along to training one night and my training session was taken by Declan Scott Rennick. Right. Okay. Former SWA champion and stuff. Um. And it was one where I was. I. I mean, I still play now, but at the time I was falling out of love with football. Right. And I was looking for something to fill that void of something, you know, to keep me busy at weekends and stuff like that. So I thought I'll give this a try, and I went, and I absolutely loved the first session. Um, getting trained by Scott, he made the session fun. Turned out I was all right at it from the start. And then Scott Rennick helped mentor me. There was um, and then that's when I met Michael, Michael Chase, the guy who owned Reckless Intent, was the head trainer. Um, I think when I'd started, he was just going through a bit of recovery for a knee injury. So he wasn't actually taking training then, but he eventually became on to be uh probably my biggest mentor in wrestling, um, and one of my one of my closest friends. So I would say start off with. At the beginning, it was Scott Rennick and Michael Chase who really guided me through um, the the early stages of my career. And then um, maybe three, four years into the business, um, I became really close with somebody who doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. And for the work he's helped do at Discovery um, is Darren Goss. He's helped me massively, um, commentator at, at Discovery. So he's helped me massively in terms of character work promo work the psychology of things and again guys um like alan smith as well in my early days at discovery gave me so many opportunities to step in the ring with for example victoria um and just perform on a bigger on a bigger stage and um, again randy valentine helped me with promo work and character work and stuff so so I've had I've had a lot of people, a lot of people I've been very fortunate in right throughout my career who have helped guide me with in-ring work, the character side of things, the promo things, and helped me become as complete a package as I possibly can.
0: And like first matches as well, like how how weird is it like when you're you're getting into that stage of like training and then like in front of a crowd as well? How big is the the impact the crowd have on you?
1: Oh, it's it's weird. It's it's not something that I necessarily notice right. um, i always try and feed off the crowd i always try and feed off them and then and try and see what sort of energy what sort of vibe they're giving off and then try and respond accordingly but i'm much so I, I much prefer wrestling in front of a crowd Um like training matches i i, I don't enjoy it because it's, it's just it seems very artificial um but I don't, I'm not one who pays too much attention to, for example, the size of the crowd or anything. It's more about what sort of energy are they giving off? How can I get the best reaction? Are they, do they prefer big moves? Do they prefer character work? Do they prefer if I'm sort of, you know, responding to them and interacting with them more or, or, or what? So that's sort of more my take on the crowd is how are they reacting? What are they reacting to? What are they enjoying that night and stuff as opposed to anything else really?
0: And like we mentioned, you obviously mentioned there about reckless Ted being a really good promotion. Like there's a couple of matches kind of stand out from you kind know, of like the one against Doug Williams as well. Like obviously a really experienced guy in the business. How did how did that kind of feel like at working with working a guy like you mentioned Victoria as well? How good is it to kind of learn off of the guys?
1: Oh, it's phenomenal. It's again, it's it's just learning from people who have been at the top of the business and just picking their brains, seeing what. What, how they do things why they do things and stuff um I, I the, the the one thing with with Doug is obviously it was in the behind closed door tapings and yeah. um, so that's a match I would have loved to have done in front of the mm-hmm. crowd and um, just to see how he interacts with the crowd and, and and things like that obviously I can see that um I've, I've wrestled him in a tag match in front of a crowd, in, in front of a crowd which was slightly different but um but to have that one-on-one match with him was phenomenal just the psychology and why we were doing all the different things and stuff was great um so yeah um but, but again it's one that would have been good to have been able to do with people there how did
0: icw come about like when when did you first kind of uh, speak to mark dallas like like some a lot of the guys there obviously like it's well known just how like how good they are with kind of young talent like when did that first come about and how beneficial was it be?
1: I don't know how many people actually remember this but I've I've wrestled a couple times for ICW a few years ago um well before well before the pandemic and stuff as in the tag team me and Michael Chase we were the age of Orion we wrestled Polar Promotions and then we wrestled uh Rampage and Ashton so we had those two matches with them and then um for one reason or another, which I again I don't know, we 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 only had those two matches. We didn't get much of a run. I think obviously Mikey's injury played a part in it, and then obviously the pandemic, and then it was just when when ICW were doing the behind closed door tapings, they were given a lot of opportunities to the younger guys, to new talent. So it, I they just reached out and offered me offered me the chance, and and it was one that I was grateful for. Um, I wasn't sure if it was ever going to come. And it's one where every time I every time I go out and wrestle for W every time I go out and perform, I try and make sure I'm taking the opportunity with both hands and just, you know, showing that they were right to give me the chance.
0: And, like, character work as well in promos, like, obviously you've, you've, that's something you kind of develop over time and just get better at. But one thing I always look at when I, when I watch is like, you have a natural way of, like, generating heat. Does that is. Like it, do you find it? Do you find it difficult to do that, or is it just like what kind of goes into that, like kind of building kind of characters and things like that? Because you obviously have the have the kind of plan of what you want to do, but uh, implementing that is that a different thing to what you do, what you what you plan?
1: I don't really, I don't really know to be honest. Um, at the end of the day, it's it, it's hard to, to to answer that. Um, I just like you say, I just naturally seem to get to get heat. Um. There's no, I don't really, I don't try and plan what I'm, for example, what I'm gonna say. Like yeah. I'm somebody who, if if you handed me a script and were saying say this, my my memory's horrendous, mm. so I'd I'd forget it. And um, and again, it does just come off of, um, what are the crowd, how 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 are they acting, how are they reacting, what are they reacting to, um, and it's just again just going out there and being being myself, doing what I what I think is right, um, and just having that connection with the audience to try and get them to respond the way I want them to Yeah. Um, and apparently I'm just I'm just easy to dislike apparently
0: and like a place like Fear and Loathing as well obviously winning the the Zero G title beating Daz Black obviously Daz is it a, a bad injury so I wishing him all the best yeah. that opportunity obviously coming up to win that title it was kind of like a, an anti-Zero G crusade you were on it kind of worked out what was that kind of like to win that
1: title it was, it was, and again, like you said, anti-zero G. Um, I'm not somebody who does backflips. I'm not somebody who does much, if anything, off the top rope. So again, it's it's a, it's a good way of getting of getting heat. Um, what better what better way to get heat than giving the high flying title to potentially one of the least high flying wrestlers on on the roster? You know, um. So yeah, it was it was a great opportunity, and it was it was just a fantastic night um, to be there to, to to win the title to again, you know, from from having having not been in, in ICW up until up until the club behind closed door tapings to then within a couple of years being zero G champion um, again, just to it's it's um, it's a symbol essentially of saying of of Dallas and the guys being like. You're doing something right. We want to let you know you are doing something right. So it's um, it was it was a great honor. and Probably one of the, the the absolute highlights of my career. One of the best nights of my career.
0: And like, see the see the guys that obviously you're working with, not that lights, like, so like Daz and kind of Levi and Luke Cairo and guys like that. Do you, how good are they to work with? Like, because obviously it's a different style. Like, do they mesh well with you? Do you think?
1: Oh, yeah, and, and I think that's that's what's so good about the roster ICW has and, and, and guys like that. Like I mean, I've wrestled Levi a few times and, and some of the most fun matches because, I mean, we're all guys who want to try and make my style of match work with their style of match and just try and just make sure it's fun for both of us, make sure it's fun for the audience, make sure we, we tell the story we're trying to tell. Um, and again at one where see the roster at ICW is is well, I'm gonna say it's the, the best if if not the best and definitely one mm-hmm. of the best rosters in the UK. Um you know, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Um getting to work with guys like Levi, guys like Daz again. I hope Daz is is all right and hope he recovers from his injury injury quickly. Um, you know, um getting to work with these guys, they they help. They help me be able to tell the story I want to tell by wrestling the style they do, and I'm sure I I'm able to help them tell the story they want to tell by working the style I do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's I'm, I'm lucky to get to work with with guys like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like obviously, kind of hopes and expectations going forward? but like, obviously, you're just you're kind of building yourself up as that like, a really good character character worker and thing. Like as the division, surely the ambitions like world championship and you kind know, of like. Taking that next step. Look, like, where do you see yourself? like maybe like in a couple of years. Like, what's is there, a, is there? a plan you've got taking of where You want to be. Um,
1: uh, not not necessarily. Um, the 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 plan is obviously just first off. The plan is make sure I I, I beat Jack Jester. Keep the rules <laughs> in place. Keep the rules in place, so um, so yeah, we can we can keep the insanity at minimum. But no, um, the plan is always just do the best I can um tell the stories make sure that f- for me as long as the as long as the guys i'm working with are safe and and okay Um as long as they're okay they're happy with the story we're able to tell as long as i'm doing what the the guys who are paying me to to do the job as long as they're happy with the job i'm doing as long as the crowd are responding the way i want them to um, then yeah that, then that's it for me i mean yeah sure um. Obviously the 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 main goal is one day ICW heavyweight champion hundred percent. Um but it's all for me, it's all about telling stories along the way, making sure that audience are entertained, making sure that we take them on a ride. And um yeah, that's the that's the main main goal for me.
0: Brilliant. Are you all right closing with a quick fire round? Yeah. Brilliant. Your favorite match you've had so far?
1: That I've had so far. Yeah. Uh Probably versus Dickie Divers at the first Reckless Intent show post-Covid. So much fun.
0: Brilliant. Your favourite TV match you've ever seen?
1: Uh, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18.
0: Brilliant choice. Uh, dream opponent, uh, either, can I, Dream, um, Dream WWE opponent?
1: Dream WWE opponent, Uh, Roman, has to be the, the top of the pile. Brilliant. Dream UK opponent? Oh, um. Oh, see, because this always used to be Joe Coffey, but now I suppose he'd be in, he'd yeah. be in, he'd be a, a WWE one. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Big Demo. Big like Demo, brilliant.
0: Uh, prefer being a face or a heel? I know that answer. Heel, heel. Uh, if Tony Khan of Triple H gave you a contract, which one would you sign?
1: Triple H. Triple H. Favorite film. Uh, the Dark Knight
0: Brilliant Good choice uh, Three people in the, the Scottish scene You would start a faction with
1: Oh I don't know In the Scottish scene did you say it? Yeah Okay Um, I'll go Dickie Divers And Jack Morris I know he's in Japan But he's Scottish So I'm, I'm going for that
0: Brilliant. Final question: The dream arena you would work, you would love to
1: work in. Um, MSG, Madison's MSG, around.
0: brilliant, brilliant. Theo, it's been an absolute pleasure. Best of luck with the the King of Insanity match, and thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on.
0: Brilliant. It's been fun. Brilliant. Thank you very much.